welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Christy, we're inching ever closer to decision day here on Married at First Sight. How are you feeling about how things are going? Well, it's a bit of a disaster at the moment for quite a few of our couples. A lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. It's a disaster. (laughs) Yeah, this is usually when things start to fall apart. When you have to live with someone. Right, because now, I guess by the time by the time this episode is over, we're at about what, 17, 18 days of marriage? I don't think it's well, did you see that on the screen? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess a little over two weeks. Yeah. So uh, things are things are progressing and uh, spiraling, you could say, for certain people. Where where do you want to start? Let's let's get into this juicy episode. Uh, let's start with Stasha and Nate. Okay, well, hit hit me with it. Let's go. Well, we learned Nate will be going to therapy so he can, quote, go deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so here's a question I have for you. Is This seems, this is, seems like it's a staple for the show where they bring in random friend, family, uh, family member to provide exposition. Yes, kinda... <laughs> slash give advice the expert should be giving. Uh, well, you don't want to use the experts too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, not when a marriage is on the line here. We definitely wouldn't want to use, you know, pe- people who have been trained to deal with this stuff. No, I. so why, why are they not here? Are they just af- afraid of COVID? That's or the age-old question. It's, okay, so it's, it's like that's that normal, every season. That's a normal thing. People are spiraling out of control, and the experts are nowhere to be found. Although they claim, yes, we have sessions with these people, you just don't see it on TV. Hmm. But if that's true, why is everything such a disaster? Uh, I I don't know what to I don't know what to tell you really. Um, I. I felt weird inside because part of me doesn't want to like Nate because <laughs> he just seems like there's just a lot going on there that seems a little like a lot of caution flags that have been going out but I did I did really respect this segment with him it seemed like he actually like that was a decision that he perhaps made more for himself just kind of looking at the situation and how uh basically how Stasha is able to have like the the tools and the understanding to to describe what's going on and he's like well I I don't know how to describe what's going on so maybe I should maybe I should learn how to do that, which I think is actually quite quite a good thing. 
so I was a little shocked because this whole process and this whole time it seemed like he's just like very reluctantly agreed to anything <laughs> that he that he's done uh so i'm 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 glad i'm glad that that he uh has come to that realization even though he's still kind of on the fence about like how he i don't know just the fact like he's like well i don't think i really have a hard shell or you know it's not really like hard for me to share but then he like kind of comes clean which i think is positive if you're going to try to survive in in this marriage so yeah there you go conversation with a friend (laughs) i don't think we ever saw a conversation with stasha and her friends so we kind of jumped to their party yeah so this is another milestone for the show right every couple gets to have a housewarming mm-hmm. so that they can get grilled by their their friends i didn't realize i didn't realize that this was such a specific themed thing it's usually not themed i'm not sure what happened this year okay it's just usually like oh here's some food and here's our friends and maybe some games yeah, because every couple had to go out there and and have like a, a specific theme for their party. That was so, loosely followed by the friends usually. Yeah, so they they what they had like a it was like seventies, I yeah, guess. Yeah, seventies party. Both of them had afros, which that hairstyle suited Nate way more than whatever weird <laughs> braid situation he typically has going on yeah i saw some comments alluding to that on twitter as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know what to each their own but that hairstyle is kind of weird yeah it's a little odd it's it's trying to do too much at once Mm -hmm. yeah so this this uh this party how did you think things went um, it seems like the kid situation is a sticking point for them because Nate's like, well, she wants to have kids, but like, I don't even know if she really wants that because she likes everything to be clean and kids are going to be super messy. And she's also a workaholic, so will she even have time? Well, maybe, maybe he should take care of the kids he fathers. Hmm. You know, what a novel idea. Ha, what a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it definitely and I'm I mean, I figured this all along, but he definitely has other reservations beyond just the like oh, I I really want to make 250k a year before before I have kids. Like it seems like there are other things that are maybe more of a concern to him like yeah, the workaholic thing yeah cause the money thing was just bs like come on you guys have a combined income six, of five six hundred thousand yeah per jillion dollars yeah but then stasha wants kids pretty soon because right, she's yeah, already 37 yeah. she's like i can't wait forever gotta start popping these things out which is uh that's gonna be a problem 
Yeah, a little bit of a mismatch there, although the biological clock doesn't stop ticking. So no. she might not be able to wait the five years Nate would prefer to wait. Right. I mean, it. it, it is... It's not quite so cut and dried. It's like, oh my goodness, you've turned 40. Sorry. No. There's no hope for you. It, it just it just gets a little a little harder, maybe a little bit more risky uh the longer you wait. Plus then like I don't know how many people really actively want to be like 70 when their kid is a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Oh, come here, Sonny. I I want to pick you up crack <laughs> so yeah this will be a problem it's been a problem it continues to be a problem uh it may be the reason that they go their separate ways on decision day we shall see uh anything else specific on them no we can move on to somebody else okay uh decision day yes or no stasha and nate dun, 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 dun. Mm, i'll say yes Oh, man, you keep making this so hard for me. Uh... <laughs> I feel like the allure of let's be a power couple, let's make a ton of money might provide some, like, glue mm-hmm. for them in the short term at least. Yeah, I can I can see that. Uh, I'll, I'll go with yes for now as well. For me, I see... Nate being willing to go to therapy as a a good sign from the respect of it, it seems like he perhaps actually wants to make this work and perhaps has the observational ability to see things that he needs to work on and, and improve and that's something that I think is very good for a relationship so i'm gonna i'm gonna say yes for now as well though it's a little it's a bit of it's shaky maybe a little shaky yeah well none of these yeses can ever be like not shaky (laughs) (laughs) well where do you want to go next uh let's do mitch and Kristen. Mm -hmm. the the couple everybody loves to hate well specifically everybody loves to hate mitch Yes, well, you know, he keeps doing stuff, weird (laughs) stuff, like, instead of, like, a normal plastic bag or container you would put trail mix in, let's give you a weird reusable pouch that, it's like... Well, I don't think the pouch itself was super weird. I think the weirder thing was, didn't he, like, write a a big label on it that said, don't throw away? I I guess I missed that. that. It just... Look, Everything he, about him is like just a step too far. <laughs> it's very easy to make fun of because it's just so over the top. He's just he's committed to the cause to how he how he lives his life, and that that is something that uh, you know it's it's not something that everybody or just anybody could deal with. So that's uh the 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 question is is Kristen the person who can deal with this and i i would say perhaps that she's probably someone who's better equipped than most 
it yeah, seems she's incredibly it, patient. It, it seems like uh because despite all of the weirdness and everything at this point in time, we shall th- see if things change. We have a lot more episodes left, but as things stand now, they both seem overall quite happy with their relationship. Which is shocking to me. Because <laughs> I would not be. I mean, she's like so diplomatic. Like even when she's talking with her friend, she's like, there's some differences in our domesticity. <laughs> Rather than his apartment is horrible. <laughs> and uh, he's a 41-year-old man who hasn't learned to clean. Yes, I, I believe what she said is that they have a different level, level of clutter. Yes. <laughs> AKA she doesn't have clutter. And then he does uh, it was just apparently he's always bringing random stuff home <laughs> i know like why apparently he's a pack rat or a hoarder perhaps well yeah he i guess he just he comes across stuff and he's like he's like oh man i might have a use for this someday i mean she said he brought home this antique bookshelf that looked like it came out of a sewer <laughs> 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 like why why would you uh, bring that home uh he is he is something else that is very true and and as we've said yeah people love just throwing endless shade at him online uh, which is i mean it's hilarious but it is also just like man this this guy i i i wonder what he things because you got like wherever he is whether their relationship has is successful currently or not like you gotta bet he's like at least semi-aware of this stuff like oh he has to know he gets roasted every wednesday every single wednesday (laughs) it's like he if i were him i just wouldn't go online anymore but i mean people saying like she should bring him to a landfill like it's just (laughs) an endless an endless just barrage of of just memes and and stuff about how uh, how ridiculous he is but uh yes how ridiculous he is ties well into their housewarming party because they i guess they they couldn't agree on the theme no for a bit and she, so she wanted french yeah she was some french she <laughs> that would have been more normal, I suppose, compared but to. But like, what they, what is what what is French? They probably just would have had like French food, I, like maybe some French pastries. I don't know. That's and, a little. That is a little weird to me. I mean, it, it's not quite as weird as the theme Mitch wanted, which was something about like, com- like a combination. What was it? Combination of like the zombie apocalypse and communism. communism. <laughs> what i i don't understand that at all so and then she was saying something about his original idea was that he wanted everybody to dress up and their out their outfit would be how they thought the world was gonna end so i don't know like what like one person would like dress up as like a mushroom cloud or something like i i don't know it's very very much very strange so they eventually settled on retro futurism which is an oxymoron in my opinion I mean, it's it's basically just like we're gonna pretend we're far into the future, but it's gonna like be kind of weird and cool looking, like it's in the past too. Essen- essentially, that like 
It's like the future if the future came to 1960 or whatever. <sighs> so so he basically he dressed up as a Star Star Trek, basically. I uh, not not too close because you know we don't want to get copyright strikes from uh, <laughs> from uh, what I, whatever whatever stupid network that that's on. Um, though I was kind of cracking up because he was wearing a, a red shirt, which is very very famous in the show for people who don't survive. anybody anybody <laughs> you see a person in an episode or a movie of star trek that has a red shirt on and they are not going to survive which hopefully hopefully is not a little foreshadowing for their relationship (laughs) uh but yeah man it was this was just weird it was it was just weird the the costumes people coming in and like she was like doing this super weird robot voice all the time, like, welcome to the future. Ah. <laughs> well, before they actually got to the party, they had to get stuff for the party. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We cannot and, forget to talk about. <laughs> oh, and so, my goodness. And so, you know, Mitch can't go to just any old regular party store. No, that that was so. Oh, my God. We have to go to a special party store where it's only reusable rented items. It was so. Uh, just absolutely ridiculous because he was just so so sure of himself because they're in they're in the car right and she's expecting to like go to some regular old party supply store and and he's like no we got it and it was a it was somebody's specific name like some dude has like a junkyard is what i thought was gonna be it but apparently it's it's a more it's it's not quite as bad as that it's just like a party rental place but he's he like went into this he's like yeah like why would we go to a place and buy all of this trash (laughs) when we could when we could go here and get all this cool stuff and then just bring it back (laughs) Just, he just makes everything more difficult than it needs to be. <sighs> yes, that's true. Uh, oh. It's very true. Also, I wanted to mention, because when she, Kristen had talked to her friend earlier and said she hadn't told Mitch about her previous engagement and she said it hadn't gone over well, um, I don't understand why telling someone new that you're dating about how you got cheated on wouldn't be a red flag for somebody i don't know people are weird i i don't particularly get it myself i mean maybe they hear that and they like i don't know people in my experience seeing stuff on the internet i have learned that apparently a lot of people have weird views regarding other people specifically like i guess i could i could see people sort of vaguely out there hearing about that and being like oh 
she's like she's damaged like that's something that i've i've like seen out there damaged. where people, people have this, this super weird view that like people get get damaged by things and you you just don't want to deal with that like in your life like which is only true insofar as like yeah people do get damaged by life as they go through it but that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't change their their uh their worth or their you know character well it may char- change their character but in a positive direction <laughs> uh in fact um so there i don't know maybe that i guess it could possibly be like somebody heard that and they were like well this is what you've told me but maybe you were the one who cheated like that's so stupid yeah really whichever way you slice it it's pretty stupid so she does end up telling mitch Mm, yeah because her yeah she her friend was like yeah you probably should tell him Mm -hmm. which is is very true it was so funny though because when she mentioned that she had spent her entire life savings on this like the the look of cringe and horror on his face was so funny well but then even even worse than that was she was talking about it and then she got to the part where they they because as we all know by now she took everybody who was supposed to be at the wedding and they just went to mexico because it was a a destination wedding so they they basically had the wedding except it obviously wasn't a wedding at that point it was just that the people closest to her hanging out because she had already spent the money and so she says that that they all just went anyway and except for the groom and and he's, he's just like that's weird <laughs> which of course immediately like took her took her out of it and she's like i don't think it's weird and he's like mm. and like you know <laughs> you like, you you can tell he's like oh no <laughs> I made a mistake. It's just funny. His first instinct. <laughs> I know. His first instinct is like, why would you just go to Mexico and have like have the wedding without the without the group? I mean, she's already spent the money. Like, might as well. Right. I'm I'm sure though that like he he heard that and in his mind he's thinking about all of the co2 emissions from the planes getting them to mexico (laughs) and just all the all the ways that it was unsustainable but i mean so i I will give him some kudos once he kind of snapped out of the (laughs) out of the normal mitch mode you know once she got done with that and (laughs) He always finds a way to make it weird because when they finished when she finished her spiel they were sitting there and he's like can i add my thoughts now <laughs> <laughs> just in the weirdest way and so basically the resolution is that it doesn't it doesn't change how he views her how how much he respects her it wasn't her fault all of that stuff so he Whew, whew. close one <laughs> what what a close one but uh yeah he 
he supported her in the end, which is good. And I, I think it was good to have that out there. I'm sure it was something that weighed on her a decent amount that she hadn't told him. So. Yep, all thank, good there. Thank goodness for that. So we learned through a flashback that she initially bought plastic containers for jello shots. And we know that's the worst crime she could have committed. So she had to go buy metal ones. Which is just weird, I feel like, for jello shots, which cost 20 times more. <laughs> well, because, because they're a little metal. They're not even... I don't think they were even technically shot glasses. I no, think they, no. were, they were smaller than that. She had to find they're, something, yeah, they were, though, they that were was purpose. sustainable. Well, no, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I, when you think of a normal shot glass, I think it's typically a taller container than that. Not that you would p- put a jello shot in a normal jello container. That's why, like, I think the plastic ones are smaller. So she ended up having to go find smaller metal ones as well. And so now they have 24 metal, <laughs> which, like, again. What else are you going to use those for? Yeah. And, I feel like that's how he collects a lot of clutter, too, because everything right. has to be used again. But sometimes you need a disposable item. That That is true. Uh, and... Oh, yeah. I laughed so hard when the friends were coming and one of her friends walked in with a coffee for her. Yeah, and he's like, oh, one of your friends did not get the memo that there is no plastic in the future. He <laughs> <laughs> makes it so easy to make fun of him. Yes, plastic is banned in the future. Just think of all the things we're not seeing <laughs> that he complains about. Yeah, it, he he is he is a, a lot it's also just it's funny to me because my response would have been okay we don't want to use disposable cups for the jello shots let's just not have jello shots it's it's really worth all that trying to find workable non-disposable containers because here's the other thing and this is a bit of a hot take but it's very possible and even likely that getting those containers that they got was less sustainable i mean maybe well because one are they really in fact going to use those ever again maybe maybe not i i lean towards probably not you know are you really uh are you really making a difference with these shot glasses that's my question and i suspect perhaps not but oh boy uh the party itself was also just weird with all the dancing to the low lighting and yeah it looked like they were going for almost a disco type vibe yeah it was like disco in the past but the future future. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right, because whenever you think of retro futurism, you think disco. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, so Kristen admits to her friends that his extremism is more than she thought it would be. No, no way. Yeah, I, I still, I'm, I'm interested. I think that as of right now, I am more interested to find out sort of the current situation with Mitch and Kristen than I am about any other couple. Just because I think that in a lot of ways, their situation is such a unique set of challenges. Mm-hmm. Unique set of challenges being Mitch. <laughs> uh, that... That it's just, it's very, it's very, it's fascinating to me because they both seem to really want to make it work. They seem to be meshing really well despite these tension areas. So I'm just, I really want to know what happens with them. A lot of these other people, I don't really care that much. (laughs) And that's just, that's just where I am right now. But I want to, I want to know, is she able to deal with him long term? Is he able to to soften to a small degree and make her life a little bit easier because he cares about her? It just seems like she's the one doing all the compromise. He's not budging. At the moment, that does that does seem to be true. And so in the long term, that would get to be a fair bit annoying and uh, an odious situation so yeah i want i really want to know what's what's going on has he killed the dog <laughs> that's oh, yes. that's we the other he's thing. not sleeping well because that <sighs> like <laughs> yeah apparently apparently it uh it comes and gets on the bed and then yeah. just lays there snoring <laughs> just like it's i mean even Mitch and and a couple of his friends, well, I guess the friend and his brother were inside the apartment sitting on the couch and they had the dog with them on the lap, on, on one of their laps or on the couch. And it was just sitting there just... <laughs> like, like just sitting there. Not, I, like, I it, could that not was, deal with that. That wasn't even... He was, he was just like, look, see... It's so loud. This, and you like, haven't even heard the half of it. Imagine trying to fall asleep with that in your ear. I know. That, that, that would be... <laughs> oh, that cracks me up so much. We also learn his friends are like him as well with this environmental extremism. I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. You kind of s- surround yourself with people who are like you, so... Yeah, does does not does not surprise me, uh, what whatsoever. Uh, well, anything else? Nope. All right, Christy. Decision day. Kristen and Mitch. Yes Still or no? Still a no for me. Still a no. Oh man, they they haven't they haven't won you over, Mitch huh? Mitch is too much of an obstacle. Uh- <laughs> Ah uh, man. Okay. Well, look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep my yes. I'm still gonna keep my <laughs> yes for now. I also hopeful. Look, I, I am the last person I thought who would be on board with this, but I, 
I just, I've been super surprised with how they've handled things. And, you know, maybe we've just seen all the bad stuff from the other couples and that's eaten up so much screen time that we haven't had a chance to dive quite as deep. But we've, I mean, we've, we've had quite a bit of screen time with them as far as I can tell. So I don't know. I, I remain cautiously optimistic. I mean, yeah, Mitch is an obstacle. He's kind of annoying, but they seem to be invested in this and seem to have found some sort of cadence and rhythm in their lives. And it seems to be continuing to go well. So yeah, still yes for me for now. Who would you like to talk about next? Oh, boy. Let's talk about Morgan and Ben. Uh, Man, these... This continues to just depress me. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) They're, like, annoying to watch. Man, I just... Morgan needs to figure some crap out yeah she's gotta find a way to move on right and she she absolutely refuses to (laughs) yeah it's almost like she's doing it on purpose right i mean at this point i think she i think she is uh because this is that's i think the the big reason why it's so hard to watch at least for me i don't want to speak for my wonderful co-host but it's because it's always the same thing nothing has happened in their relationship since partway through the honeymoon that is that is where they are yeah they're still stuck they're there. still there and and so it's still it's still the exact same circumstances, and so it's like why why are we even seeing these people? Like you you've given me zero indication or hope that Morgan is gonna start making some different decisions in her life and actually allow this to be a relationship. <sighs> yeah, I I don't get it. She's just keeps talking about this wall being up and Ben's trying to break through but until she allows him I feel like they're just stagnant right there's there's no there's no chance for any growth or progress unless unless she allows it you know I mean we keep I mean we constantly we keep constantly get these scenes with with him just talking about you know how how he's trying to how he's trying to improve things how he's trying to make things better and and all of this and how she's just not having it uh which i did want to note because we uh we see ben have a conversation with one of his friends as they work out and i was just noting again ben shakes his head constantly when he's having a conversation i i I think it's maybe subconsciously 
he wants to make sure that whoever he's talking to knows that he's engaged but he's always like up and down with his head just (laughs) all all the time i just wanted to say that not important but there you go uh yeah she, she oh man come on morgan let let this man be a part of your life yeah it's like what what are you doing if you don't let him through what's the point of any of this right and how i mean essentially it boils down to how long are you going to punish him for this Mm-hmm. yep it's like he can't change what he did and yeah. she keeps also mentioning like he hurt me so deeply which like this whole thing started with you like maybe lying maybe not on your application like we don't even know i feel like that's all still kind of fuzzy right and so that's the other thing that grates on me a bit is that whatever his flaws because he's not perfect even though he has a perfect body and you know is perfectly frugal (laughs) is that he and he's he said as much he is he's apologized to everyone (laughs) repeatedly um and he at least in my opinion hasn't seemed to try to minimize his role in what happened like he's he's been very forthcoming about how you know he he was harsh on her and he you know he made some judgments of her and didn't you know didn't treat her charitably and and just like was dumb and went to you know went to justin instead of talking to his wife about it like he he's admitted to all of that and he doesn't he doesn't seem to sugarcoat that but whenever she talks about it it's always been just hurt me so deeply been been just betrayed me and it's all this like very hostile language which you if you're in a relationship with somebody you can't be enemies (laughs) that's just it's it's not how that works it's not sustainable yeah even when the friends all came over like that was so awkward with like ben trying not to reveal all their relationship troubles in front of everyone and then morgan just kind of like digging in Mm -hmm. yeah it's like, well, you don't want to. I see. See, you don't want to talk about it. It's like, no, he doesn't because he's talked to literally everybody about yeah, there's it. There's nothing left to say at this point. No, there, there's zero left. And so, look, I, I know that she has experienced emotional trauma in her life, uh, particularly with her dad. But when push comes to shove, you have to make a choice. You have to make that choice to actually engage in the relationship. You have to make the choice to let somebody be in your life versus just choosing to be in this incredible... It just seems like she's in such a hostile headspace. And, I mean, she keeps saying this, but talking about how 
if you hurt me, we're done. Like, that is her... It's like, but... If you're in a relationship with somebody, if you get married to somebody, if you're actually vulnerable with that person, they're going to hurt you. That that just happens. Because people are stupid. <laughs> it's It's inevitable. So you're really going to throw everything out the first moment you you know you get hurt it just that hurts very, my feelings yeah very unrealistic view of marriage right i mean and her her friend that she was on the zoom call with as he was in his car driving around initially but he did it seemed like he parked after the first <laughs> the first sec uh i mean he, he even he told her he told her as much she's like come on like you have to you have to let this go it's almost like the visit with pastor kyle didn't have any effect on her at all no it hadn't from it last had, week no it had no effect at all i just Zero. I don't understand this is the hold up is morgan and nobody else yeah I mean, even when she talked with his friends, she had to recount the entire nurse drama all over again. Mm -hmm. And they even asked her, will she hold it over him till he dies? Yeah. And the look in her eyes said yes. I just, I don't get it. Oh, man. I did laugh, though, when Ben was buying the tequila for the party (laughs) and he asked for great value (laughs) tequila. Uh, Yeah, he's like, I don't want that expensive stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes because they're they're uh we i guess we should mention this their their party theme was tequila and tacos i totally didn't catch what their theme was <laughs> well it was it was not so much a theme as just what they were eating and drinking this is probably the the most minimalist theme of 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 all but yeah oh man you know because he it seems like he has tried to try to set things right and try to show her that that like he cares about her and that he is you know living differently and all that stuff but no i mean that's really like the that is the state of their relationship until she decides otherwise that's really all there's there is to say about it (laughs) Yep. I I think they're a no for me at the moment. Wait, you, you think on decision day they're going to go their separate ways? It's not looking good. Yeah. It's, for, it's, a, it's a no for me as well. Which is sad because I liked them initially. Yeah, I mean, I guess at, at the beginning we didn't really know much about them at all because they were... He had COVID and everything. No, they were but... they were behind a little bit, and apparently they're still behind. You know, it's just yeah, it's it's also it's a little sad as well because you look at Ben and Morgan compared to say Mitch and Kristen, and it's like Mitch and Kristen had an awful honeymoon. <laughs> Like it, I mean, I don't want to rehash all of it, but I mean, Mitch 
telling her that he was not attracted to her was a pretty big thing. <laughs> Unsurprisingly. And and so that honeymoon did not go very well. But it seems like in a lot of ways they left that honeymoon in Mexico and made the choice to move forward uh, forward with their lives and the relationship and actually do their best to make things work. Mm-hmm. And then you have Morgan just everybody I meet will know that you betrayed me. Every single person. Yeah, I, I want to be like, she probably talks about this to like, she's in the grocery store getting checked out. And she's like, so I married this guy, Ben. And on our honeymoon, he betrayed me. <laughs> and I will never forgive him. That's just, that's how, that's how it feels like is she just tells every single person. Yeah, she, she just meets. looks really unhappy as well. Right. She's yeah. miserable. Look, I would be unhappy if I was her. She's 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 been hurt and she has been holding that inside of herself in terms of not dealing with it, not resolving it for you know, two probably over over two weeks now. Like that's it's like she has you know some tumor or something that needs to be removed like it's it's not it's not it's a toxic thing and so yeah she's visibly very unhappy looking mm-hmm. so hopefully that situation gets better and next week we can say yes to decision day but i wouldn't count on it unfortunately i wouldn't count on it well how about uh lindy and miguel yeah, we first start with Miguel ping-ponging with his friend. Mm-hmm. Which, did you did you notice this? I, w- I wasn't sure if I was crazy or not, but so they were playing ping-pong in an outdoor courtyard thing, and I don't know where that was, but it looked like, so there was kind of a, a st- storefront behind them or something. It looked like there was somebody who maybe wasn't associated with Married at First Sight who saw that, things were getting filmed was interested because they were doing the ping pong thing and you kept see him seeing him like there's a glass door this person was like standing there looking through at them and then he would like go away and then come back oh, a couple i times. didn't see it <laughs> i don't know that's funny though that's a that's a little tidbit that could have been totally my imagination maybe he was part of the production but it was it was just kind of funny to me but yeah let's uh yeah so ping pong with his friend and i was just i still get a weird vibe from miguel mm, a little bit they're just different people yeah very different people i guess she's younger than him i didn't yeah. think it was a huge gap but i didn't think so either but the friend was worried about her being too young to fit in with the group God, yeah i don't want her to be too young to fit in with the dungeons and dragons group <laughs> But Michelle Miguel wow. uh, assures him that he she has depth and she's not too young. Uh, yeah. And then he keeps doing stuff like this, which is just weird, because he says, "Oh, she's an oasis in the desert," but then like a second later, is like, "Watch us get divorced on decision day." Just putting that bad energy out into the universe. 
well personally i don't really believe in that whole putting energy out into the universe but it is it is weird that it's like he's always he's always hedging his bets almost like okay whatever happens I can say, yeah, like deep down, I knew this was going to happen, whether it's they get divorced on decision day or that they continue to live their lives together, you know, yeah, just a little, just a little strange to me, but, uh, yeah, so it's party time. What did you think of their theme? Um, the theme was contestants on a game show, but people just came dressed up as like random things. I was confused about the connection <laughs> between those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got, uh, I mean, Miguel is a pimp. Yeah, pimp I'm not sure. Pimp Miguel. I well, because they were... see pimps on a game show. No, see, <laughs> that's what I, th- what you were saying. Like, I think the theme sort of took a turn. <laughs> Because I and I I don't know if this was at, it looked like it was sort of a thrift shop or maybe just like a costume costume store. store. So he like I think what happened is they decided on a theme and then he found that cane with the skull on it and then things went from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, so they played the newlywed game. Yeah, they seem to know each other pretty well. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was also kind of, uh, when, when, uh, Lindy was having the conversation with her friend talking about it, she's like, so I, I just wanted to ask you, like, do you really think Miguel's that funny? <laughs> Cause I see, I see you like, he'll say something and you just like start laughing and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's that funny. <laughs> and she 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 claimed she claims that that she does find him that funny, but I do despite that, I do think that there is an element of awkwardness, which is why she laughs so much. I think it's it yeah, is partially influenced by oh, I feel a bit uncomfortable by this situation. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, it's like a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, man. When when Miguel was chatting with Lindy's friends, did you catch this deep darkies thing? Yeah, that, that was, was weird. real, real cringe. Like when they tell each other important stuff, I guess. Yeah, so I guess his point was that that their relationship isn't superficial. And yeah, so it's like was, everything has to have a cutesy name. So he was talking about, <laughs> you know, like we've, you know, as as great friends, like we've shared our things, and 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 Lindy and I, we we've shared our deep darkies too. <laughs> oh, that was weird. Also, when he was saying, "There's nothing she doesn't know," and the friend says, like under her breath, "There's always something." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, hopefully Miguel doesn't have something super terrible. I mean, I feel like there's enough on the surface that's a little like, meh. <laughs> Thank goodness I'm not married to him. 
And then, like, this took a turn mm-hmm, when yes. Lindy talked with his friends. I guess she's just spilling all of their relationship drama. Well, you got it. It's exposition. <laughs> so apparently, Lin- Miguel wants her to take his last name. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't want to do that without certain check marks in place. To start off with, she doesn't have health care. Which, how does she not I, I, have that being a doctor? Well, she's a physical therapist. Yeah. Which is in the medical I, field. Right. I, I don't want to, I, I didn't want that to sound like a dig against physical therapists. Because <laughs> <laughs> physical therapists are great and I would be a complete disaster without them. But uh, yeah, I, that is, that is very strange because. Yeah, being in the medical profession, but also and may, maybe it's just because I know she was talking about how she has set herself up to be like super flexible. So maybe, maybe with her work situation and how much she works, she doesn't qualify for benefits from whatever PT place she works at. Perhaps like yeah, but like you can go to the marketplace like. Right, that is that is very. Like what true. is she doing when she has to go to the doctor? Or some people just don't go to the doctor. I don't, I don't think you realize how how much some people avoid healthcare. Like like there are people. I'm sure we know people and are friends with people or have relatives who haven't been to a doctor in like a decade. Oh, well. But yeah, it is a little strange about the health insurance piece because, um, and maybe it's just the sort of thing where she doesn't qualify at work because she doesn't work enough hours and then simultaneously she also makes too much to get a good rate on the marketplace perhaps. Like maybe that's, oh. maybe that's a combination. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, she wants, she wants certain things to feel secure enough in this relationship to actually take his last name which i don't know i i don't think that that's necessarily super unreasonable yeah i can understand that it's like if you don't know if you're gonna actually stay married to him there's no need to change your last name yet right right and as far as the health insurance piece we're talking about getting on his health insurance i really i don't know i i don't know how much it would change his his premiums and stuff that's what i was wondering because it's see she says she he has it for his spouse so i wasn't sure if like it wouldn't be an additional charge or or maybe it would double or something i don't know yeah, I'm. I'm not sure because typically you can you can have spouses on your insurance plan now. Whether whether the the cost involved with the plan changes a lot, I I don't I don't know. It may be just that with his job, he has spousal benefits as well that they just they don't change it. I mean, even if it did cost more, she could just foot the difference. Right. So and it's it shouldn't also, be a big deal. 
Right, unless unless it was really adding her to his health insurance would be a lot of extra cost, and she just like couldn't afford it. Because he possible. has talked about how he doesn't, he's not going to be her sugar daddy. <laughs> Which again, it's just it's just well. a weird it's a weird environment because you know I I do get like wanting your spouse to have the same last name but it's also it is also just these are extenuating circumstances so you're really going to make her go through all of the hoops you know with the social security administration and the dmv and your bank accounts and your insurance your you know your car insurance like just every every little hoop to do this that's i guess that's my point is that it's way more difficult at least how i see it to expect her to do that at this point especially because she talked about too she's she has all these professional credentials right like she has all this education and so that's like her identity to to a degree and so you do see that where Sometimes, and I mean, it's usually women because women are typically the ones changing their names, but where women don't want to change their name or they'll, maybe they'll change it legally, but not professionally, professionally because you've like gotten your doctorate, you're like in your field, you're known as whomever. And so it's tough versus it seems like it's not that difficult, right? Because with insurance it's qualifying life events so marriage is a qualifying life event so add her to the insurance and if you get divorced well i'm pretty sure that's another freaking qualifying <laughs> life event and yeah and remove her i didn't i didn't like the fact that he was like doing like a tit for tat like oh well unless you take my last name i'm not gonna stick you on my insurance right <laughs> and it did seem because she she said as much it's it did seem like he was holding it over her, mm-hmm. which which is not great. Especially like I know the the in my opinion, he should want to take care of her and like her not having a shirt. That's kind of, that that's bad. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like hello, forever bankruptcy. <laughs> If, you know, if, if something bad happens, like there can always be something bad that happens with health. Yeah, so you don't want to take that chance. <clears throat> no, no. I also, oh man, this is, sometimes you see that, that dark side of Miguel. So they had that, they had the conversation in, in bed about the whole, she's not feeling comfortable. She needs to feel more secure and safe in order to be feel willing to take his last name and all this and he's just like he looks at her i don't like this version of you (laughs) it was like it was a very villainous type of line (laughs) yeah it was a little sinister yeah (laughs) because like she talked about wanting a joint account and like a plan of where they'll move and He's like, well, you want to do all this married couple stuff, but you won't take my last name. Uh, I guess my point is that 
a lot of the time the merit like the the name taking gets delayed for a while anyways that's so that's what i'm saying is it's just weird for him to hold that over her when a lot of the time people end up waiting a while to legally change the name anyway <laughs> because it's yeah. a it's super annoying <laughs> to do and and so many so many boxes to check to in order to get that done you know i know i know people who haven't done the name change for like a year like i it's I, an annoying process all right it's an annoying process but i uh, so like and i'm not gonna name these these friends but i have friends who went out of the country to study like to to do their master's degree gotten married before but because of all the flight stuff and passports and you know being unsure of how long things were going to to take from various agencies to get everything completely done and all of this they just waited to change the name <laughs> till after they got back because who cares it's not that big of a deal <laughs> right you're you're married like you get it done eventually whatever Ugh. yeah i think his whole i don't like this version of you is kind of because she was like how do you expect me to take your last name if you won't put me on your insurance so this- well i think her po- her point is that and you know she does kind of spiral spiral a lot of the time but i think her point is like she wants to actually feel like she's his wife before yeah she goes ahead and and does that especially when he keeps making all these little digs about the eight weeks and all right. that like that's not very reassuring like oh yeah i'll take your last name but you're gonna dump me in six weeks from now no i would i would feel if i was lindy right now i would feel so freaking insecure <laughs> yeah I just just don't think this whole last name thing should have even been a conversation really until after decision day. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. Exactly. Meanwhile, she is without health insurance currently. (laughs) (laughs) This is a little more pressing. Uh, Maybe a a little bit. Um, But he actually agrees to put her on his insurance at the end of the episode. Yes, this was uh, sort of post post their their uh, group conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I go back and forth, but I th- I think I've sort of, I've landed on. I think he does care about her. I just think there's a lot of layers of nonsense that he has over that a lot of the time and a lot of i don't know it's not necessarily immaturity it's just a a totally different perspective on life and and so he can kind of get caught up in sort of the the theoretical of how he views things and how he thinks things should go versus just caring about her yeah i'm not 
not sure what to make of them at the moment. Oh, well, Christy, I'm going to ask again. Decision day, <laughs> yes or no? Man, I don't know. They... Uh, okay, I'll say yes for now. I don't even know. They're they're too they're so inconsistent to me. Yeah, they do they they do go hot and cold to a degree. I'm I'm gonna say yes as well for now. And I think the reason for that is Lindy seems to be putting up with less. And I do think that that's a good sign. I think she's she's still very obviously like really wants this to work and wants it, but it seems like she's not quite as willing to just do whatever it takes to keep waves from happening anymore. Like, yeah, she's standing up for herself. Yeah, she seems to have reached a place where she's like, no, I need you to actually consider me. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's it. That's a good sign. Plus, I mean, it, and maybe this is just to appease, but you know, I think putting her on his insurance, being willing to do that, uh, and him coming around to that, I think is is hopefully a good sign that that at, at the end of the day, he can stop his nonsense and actually care about her so i'm gonna say yes a soft yes (laughs) (laughs) well christy we have one more couple left man i guess we gotta talk about that (laughs) yep yep the the original shining stars oh how far they have fallen that's right we're talking about Alexis and Justin. These two are exhausting. Yeah, talk about a a, a couple who has gotten wrapped up in their BS. Yeah, it's all very internal. We see her talking with her sister. Uh-huh. And she's like, you know your nephew got injured. Man, I just... <laughs> I'm sorry to pet lovers everywhere, but I just, that is so cringy to me to refer to a pet as, as your relative. Ah, that really. It's so strange. I don't, I don't understand that at all. Maybe, maybe one day we'll have a, we'll have a, a guest and we can talk about about this from a the perspective of somebody who does view pets as relatives but yeah man this is so weird oh we also learn if the dog training doesn't work the dog will go live with his best friend mm-hmm. which um, look that is that is a more sane option than just going completely nuclear now from our per- perspectives you know the quote-unquote nuclear option isn't so terrible because it's like well marriage is more important than a dog but from their perspective 
I would say this is this is definitely a more sane a sane option. I also yeah, her her sister was just trying to I think communicate to her that she needs to be a bit more open and and forgiving, I guess, like not not just close her eyes and and be completely like uh, unaware if things are going poorly or if there are big red flags, but to actually like make an effort to maintain an even keel, which as we as we see just did not happen. <laughs> she also reveals that they have said I love you to each other, but she's not in love with him. Like what? What is the difference there? I I honestly don't know. Okay, so then if you're not in love with him, don't say I love you. Then is what is my opinion. Well, unfortunately, Christy, our opinions don't matter. <laughs> no, it's just weird to hear that. It's like, um, are you or are you not? Then I I don't I don't know. So things spiral really quickly here yeah you know it's bad when you get that like camera footage of the camera that's like mounted in the kitchen or whatever in the living room but not actual camera people right and and also the fact that they're like on the opposite side of the apartment because they're trying presumably not to be overheard maybe or just i guess maybe that's just where the argument happened but it was like as far away from the camera as possible and you can still hear them because they're just like yelling at each other i know apparently her dog was throwing up blood and not eating for two days yeah so i i don't i i'm so confused here because i thought they were living together so how does yeah. she not know i was confused about that too unless that the dog hasn't eaten unless he was just feeding it like when she wasn't like in the room or whatever and just totally hid the blood and everything i don't know i don't understand why he didn't say anything to her like i understood where she was upset like how is this happening and you don't tell me but also how did she not know i mean i guess maybe it's just because we've talked we've talked about before how he was sort of going to be a house husband right because he he works from home oh and maybe then she, she was and at she work. doesn't so maybe she's just at work and he's like oh i'll take care of it myself right which like i get that instinct but it is also weird that like you wouldn't say something also like why the frick is her dog throwing up blood i, I don't know that seems to be separate from the eye incident. right exactly so, i'm not sure what's happening there honestly this dog seems super fragile and kind of gross like why does she even have it <laughs> That's the thing. Like, pets can be so expensive. Imagine what their marriage would be like if they didn't have pets. Exactly. It, everything would still be amazing. But no. These dogs are ruining them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it, it, look, I, I, I get her being upset here because that is, it is weird to just be like, oh, I'll just. I'll just handle this. It's like, well, you haven't been married for very long. Maybe there are, and there probably are health conditions that this stupid little dog has that he doesn't know about. Yeah, and we there was just a ton of yelling. I mean, we heard stuff like, you sell me false dreams every day. What does that mean? <laughs> I, I think 
she was probably referring to the fact that he he talks a big game in terms of relationship stuff whether it's just the the constant like oh i love you babe or or the like oh this is how i'm gonna do do things oh i'm gonna over communicate like you're gonna be so sick of hearing from me all that different stuff and then doesn't follow through very well yeah it seems like they're stuck with this whole like um justin's like well i didn't think that was relevant and she's like no everything is relevant like tell me everything i mean i don't know that everything is relevant but it it's not super helpful to not share and so i don't know i i'm kind of stuck between between their perspectives because i do get that it it probably does seem manipula- uh, manipulative or uh, at least an intentional all that vagueness i'm not sure that it is i think it's possible that he is just he's so tall that his head's his head is in the clouds <laughs> from the perspective of just I don't know. He seems like the kind of person who could just live his life and just be like, "Oh, this is just this is just happening." And like, I don't know. It seems like a lot of the time, other people just don't really exist. Perhaps like it's just he just it wouldn't it would never occur to him to to say something about this or that. So that's kind of I'm kind of stuck between between those two. And both are bad. <laughs> because yeah. you do actually have to communicate with your spouse. That is yeah. that is a thing. Well, it is not happening right now. I mean, they're like really upset with each other. She goes to the party store, he finally joins. And then here's a whole nother I know they <laughs> argument, yelling match. Basically, my my notes for them are boil down to okay, they have massive fight. Then next sentence. They continue the fight in new location. <laughs> next sentence. Here we are in another place. The fight is still <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, he also said that she gets aroused out of moments like this. Yeah, that like she uh, she f- feeds on on the drama, which I don't necessarily think is r- that's wrong. Totally, uh, I don't think that's true. I don't think she look. I don't think to the extent I, I that that he meant it. And maybe maybe I'm just misreading things, but it does it does seem like she lets herself kind of sp- spiral pretty easily and likes and likes to make kind of definitive judgments about things and then kind of run from like run with that emotionally. Yeah. So maybe oh. maybe it doesn't go to the extent of kind of. I don't think she enjoys it though. 
Well, I, I, and again, like, I don't know if, if saying that really means like enjoyment as you'd think of enjoyment, but like, I don't know. I, it's hard, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell with these people. It's really hard to tell. But yeah, she eventually ends up storming out. She says, says can't communicate with this hostility and then asks <laughs> to be unmiked. Hey, I know. Which I'm surprised we got to the store without you talking about her outfit. Oh yeah, I didn't didn't like the onesie. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like a light blue onesie. Yeah, I just I don't think onesies on adults are super flattering. <laughs> Sorry. Really? <laughs> really? Hmm. Wow. Uh, yeah, it, I, it was funny to me how she's like, she's clearly angry. And like, mm, this. I, I don't think this housewarming party is even going to happen, but I'm just going to prepare anyways. Mm. As she's like. I know, what get, a great attitude. Getting. Uh, get, what was their party even? I don't know because she, when people got there, she's like, "Yeah, we failed to tell everyone the theme." I guess it. I think it was maybe it was like eighties. Yeah, both she and Justin were wearing like which is why weird she, clothes. she was like she was buying classic candy. I think that's what the store they were in. Maybe. I oh know. yeah, it was a candy store. Uh yeah. So yeah, and as I as I said, house party. The fight continues. I know in front of all their friends. Mm-hmm. It's like we just have to drag our dirty laundry out in front of everyone. It's just like, yeah, I don't want to be fake and act like everything is good. <laughs> See that this moment, you know, is maybe a point in favor of like that she does get some form of pleasure out of all of this. <laughs> Because, like, there are various ways to play this, and that is a very specific way. Like, you don't have to be fake and pretend everything is fine, but you also don't have to resume the active <laughs> fight, you know? That's true. She didn't have to do the most with this. <laughs> yeah, there's just... I feel like... I feel like these two are kind of in a loop like Morgan and Ben are where this is just this this is this is the problem he he doesn't communicate very well whether that's intentional or just because he's an idiot and she you know takes that takes that personally and has a hard time not seeing that as like being manipulative or as you know just being a liar and around and around we go yeah who's gonna break the cycle uh i don't know i don't know if they will break the cycle i mean their their friends tried to uh give advice give advice and get them out of it but i also thought it was interesting that his friend was trying to like make an excuse for Justin not always <laughs> saying stuff and he's like yeah guys don't always like think of stuff to say beforehand in the moment sometimes we think of it after 
Is that true? I mean, <laughs> I don't think I can speak for all guys, but I don't know. I think it's just a. I think it's just a human thing. It's like you're talking to somebody, yeah. and you just like sometimes it doesn't feel like it's worth the energy to like mention something. Yeah, I don't. I think Alexis is making it out to be a lot more sinister than it is when something is not mentioned. Right. So like this intentional withholding, I'm going to screw you over kind of thing. I mean, I, I would agree with that. I mean, it's hard to know what Justin's motivations are, but I would I would I would go to to uh, idiot before malicious. Yeah. At least at least until we see until we see more of 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 the otherwise i mean i look i i get i get where she's coming from because it doesn't feel good to like be in a position where you feel like you're not getting the full picture Mm -hmm. and it's like it's because it does i'm not gonna totally discount her because it 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 does seem likely that it's to an extent that it does make her question more. Like I, I, I don't, I don't think that she's crazy. <laughs> I don't think that this is coming from nowhere. So I do think that it, the vagueness is to an extent where it's probably not fully just insecurity to be there and wonder like, is there just all this stuff that he doesn't care to tell me? <laughs> But that's my current opinion. We shall see if things if things change. I don't know. I don't I don't know. But they're they're in a bad place right now. I think I'm a no on them. Yeah. Uh, I was so optimistic earlier this season. I was I was so optimistic and here we are. Saying I'm I'm gonna go with no as well. Uh, what a shame. It makes me it makes me almost shed a tear. I thought they were I thought they were the survivors. But I guess mm. I guess we will we will see if they they come around. It just at this point I'm questioning if they even make it to decision day. <laughs> Cuz that that happens sometimes, right? Yeah, so every once in a while. We did learn a couple more tidbits from when the ladies chatted with each other. Yeah, let's talk about the the group tidbits. Apparently, um, Justin is like, "Can I give you a kiss on the toilet?" To Alexis. Well, he, t- you know, he t- look he he likes to be around her all the time. You know, you can you can let your wife poop poop in peace. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Look, I know you have very, very, very strong views on the matter. I mean, Not every moment needs to be shared. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm not somebody who thinks it's particularly necessary to like make out while one party is on the toilet. I mean, I, I probably don't care a whole lot about like, like oh spouse is going to the bathroom who who cares 
I can be there in there at the same time. It doesn't matter. But some people really like to to stay to stay mysterious. <laughs> it's not mysterious. <laughs> Uh, or or is it? It's just privacy. Hmm. I don't know. It's just, I I don't particularly care that much, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then we also learn Kristen and Mitch are like doing it morning, noon, and night. Well, yeah. Once they once they got got through their their uh, issues of Mitch not being physically attracted to her. <laughs> We never revisited that either. I guess that has been fixed. Well, yeah, her, how she handled it made her way more attractive. Oh, that's right. Well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they seem to have, have worked things out. Again, like, I don't think it was ever truly that he didn't find her attractive or that he wasn't attracted. Like, I think him not being attracted to her was all in his head from the perspective of him just being so stressed out and tightly wound that he was like, oh, it's just, I couldn't possibly be attracted to her when it's, when it's like, well, maybe actually you're just so, so freaking out that you've tanked your libido and ability to find a person attractive. <laughs> Uh, well, it's good they have fixed that issue then. Mm-hmm. I also, I guess it's understandable, but it's still super weird to me that whenever they get together, they're always like, oh, yeah, like, mm, like are you doing it? Am I doing it? Is oh, they, the are pro- they doing it? Producers make them ask uh, that. They, yeah, wouldn't, it's just they wouldn't so, do that otherwise. It's just so uncomfortable. It is. Because uh, we learn... Nothing has happened with Justin and Alexis in that regard, and nothing technically for Nate. Well, that, that's not tr- that's not true. They haven't had full blown sex, but they've had sex. Okay. Well, that's why I said technically. Because apparently I, he still says that isn't consummation. I don't know if I agree. That's with That's a whole that. other discussion, I guess. But yeah, which let's not have that. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> we also learned that. Kristen's dog snores like a quote fat old guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which apparently uh, pet issues are not are not uh, only in Mitch and Kristen's relationship because apparently Ben is allergic to Morgan's cat. That's fun. Uh, Miguel isn't actually allergic, I guess, because doesn't Lindy have a cat, or am I, I think, Yeah. But the cat doesn't like him. These, man, these pets are just <laughs> ruining everything. Uh, yes, between the, between, the, between the pug snoring in Mitch and Kristen's relationship, the... Ben being allergic to Morgan's cats. The dog fighting. The dog the... fighting. The yeah, I mean, just jeez, yeah, a lot of a lot of rough seas as far as pets are concerned here. There was one couple last season 
the Lindsay and Mark couple, they had five cats between them. <sighs> Why? <laughs> Why is that necessary? <laughs> oh my goodness. Let's not talk anymore about cats, please. So, anything else that we need to talk about here? Oh, that was all I had. Okay, well, wow. Jeez, eight, eight episodes. And things are rocky for some people. Real yeah, freaking rocky. Another entertaining episode. Uh-huh, yeah, this, uh, this is, uh, generally been pretty pretty entertaining it's been quite the ride for us here christy you know i gotta do it how can people get in contact with us you can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on instagram and twitter at groupdatespodcast mm-hmm. and we will see your email because our inbox is super clean unlike mitch's terrible horrific apartment 